0: G'day and welcome back to the My Peak Podcast. Happy New Year to everyone out there. Very excited to be back for the My Peak Podcast and bringing you all another episode to take your holistic development to the next level here with Geordie
1: Brown, the great man. How are you travelling, mate? Travelling well, Cam. Good to be back. It's been a couple of weeks since we've sat in front of the mics, but we are here and we are ready to get on with 2023. We're looking forward to attacking this year full steam ahead taking a lot of learnings that we had in 2022 and ready to implement those to uh, hopefully have a very successful uh, year for ourselves and those around us. So looking forward to kicking the podcast off.
0: Yeah, awesome. Hopefully you're thinking me too. And today's episode, we're going to give you five things or five strategies that you can uh, attain or go out and achieve To have a successful year so we've put together these five things where obviously it's a time of year where everyone can do a lot of reflecting on last year and hopefully we're thinking about what we're going to achieve in the next year and we're going to discuss that today and put together five things that can make whatever it is that you all want to achieve whether that's on the cricket field off the off the cricket field to um, take your game or take you as a person to the next level
1: Yeah, a year is a long time and we've got 12 months in front of us and often people can overestimate what they can do in a short period of time but really underestimate what they can do in a long period of time. So I think it's a really good time now to sit down and really figure out where you want this year to go and how you want this year to be. If you could write a perfect script on how you want uh, this year to plan out, now is the time, get your direction happening and and we are going to go through our five-step process today um, you know, one that Cam and I do exercise ourselves and one that we're looking forward to bringing uh, you guys. So let's uh, let's start the uh, process, Cam. Awesome. So we're going to give you a few things that we've touched
0: on before. So there'll be a few steps along the way that we will still give a lot of detail in. However, we will also reference back to some previous episodes here on the My Peak podcast that uh, you could... Stop, go back and listen to, or after this episode, you could go back and listen to to gain some deeper understanding as well. But the first thing we're going to talk about is goals. So it's a heavy time of the year where we write down a lot of goals about a lot of different things, things that we perhaps didn't achieve last year, or things that we've learned and we want to go out and achieve in the upcoming year, which is 2023.
1: Yeah, hopefully this year, when you write down your goals, it's with a little bit more. one purpose, but two, with a little bit more structure behind on how to be more successful in achieving those goals. I'm sure you're probably listening and thinking, oh, look, goals is something I've done all the time. I've written down my goals, but having a proper framework on how to achieve goals, which we do talk about um, in episode 26, if you go back and listen to that one. We have um, such a great formula that will allow us to be more successful rather than reading our goals at the end of the year and go, oh, didn't really follow that, didn't really achieve that, putting them on next year's list. So we're here to help you actually achieve those goals a little bit more regularly than what maybe you have before.
0: Yeah, awesome. And in that episode 26, we spoke about, is it a five-step five process? To yeah, think your... big,
1: start small.
0: Yeah, awesome. So in that um, episode, we unpacked about writing down your goal and if you haven't written your goals down for, like I said, these are or could be cricket goals, whether that's on the field or it could also be off the field too if you've all been listening to the My Peak podcast or if you're out there, one of our My Peak athletes, probably at the time now where you might be absorbing this information and think, okay, there's an area in my game where I can go away and work on. And I can set myself some goals for this area so I can actually
1: see some results or see uh, some outcome for my cricket performance as well. Chances are you've heard of the SMART principle, which Cam and I have spoken about before. We won't talk about that today, but one thing I do want to repeat, which we have spoken about on this podcast before, um, is another sort of five-step process that will help you be much more successful in achieving a goal and The first one is your idea. So that's the first thing you're coming up with. Okay, last year I didn't do this very well. My idea is, well, if I can do this this year, then that's my goal. I think I'm going to try and move towards that. Once you've done that, you're going to make a decision to go after it. If you can go after your goal with a clear decision and say, okay, this year I'm going to attack that full steam ahead. That's something I want to achieve. You're already 40% more likely. You've written it down. You've decided to go and do it. Then comes your plan, your action plan, your process, how you're going to actually achieve that. Then you're gonna make a promise to someone, someone close to you, a family member, a coach, whoever it might be, you're gonna promise them that this is something you're going to try and achieve this year, and then finally, you're gonna give yourself an accountability partner. One, someone who is maybe helping you or coaching you through it, or someone who's going side by side with you to try and achieve it. So if you haven't heard that before, It's a great five-step process that works up to a 95% uh, likelihood in achieving the goal that you've written down if you can follow those five plans.
0: Brilliant. Awesome. Hopefully, listeners, you're starting to think of some goals and now we're challenging you or um, asking you to go away and actually write those goals down and start that five-step process that Brown was just giving. Our next uh, point or our next step in this uh, episode is all about habits and processes and trying to build little routines within your life that can turn these goals that we've just set and these big ambitious things that perhaps might not come for months or even years sometimes and turn them into things that we can actually do right now, things that you might be able to do before you even go to bed tonight or things that you're going to do as soon as you wake up in the morning.
1: Yeah, I think so often as humans we think... Um, that massive success um, needs massive action. And so often, it's the small actions daily that lead to massive success. You know, if, you're, if you have a goal to become a much better runner this year, chances are if you go out and go, oh, I'm going to go and run a 10K run today, maybe that's you know 10 times the distance you've ever run before, um, chances are you're probably not getting back up and running for the next four days because you're incredibly sore and stiff where if you decide I'm just going to make a small step today 1k maybe 2k chances are you'll be able to get back up in the morning and go after it again and before you know it you've ran 14k's in the week rather than 10 because you uh, can't get up and going so it's so often those small tangible uh, actions that are sustainable that is going to lead us to be so successful and that's what we want to do when we talk about our processes routine or habits
0: yeah I like that analogy there Randall and the thing that stands out for me too is right now your motivation can be really high. It's the start of a new Mm -hmm. year Um, you'll just like we said hopefully in that first step set your goals at the start of that process can be really motivating and you like Brownie said that that 10k analogy you can get out and go after and give everything you've got. While our motivation is really high if we can establish these routines and habits If we can ingrain them and make them second nature, then in weeks or months time away, when our motivation might not be as high or other things come up in life and we don't have the time or the energy to commit to this goal that we set out, if it is established in our routines and habits, then we do it automatically. It's not something we have to think about, whether that's a goal, perhaps it's a nutrition goal or a fitness goal stand out to me the most. If it's something that you can ingrain into your routine where you are doing this little 2K run every day, when the motivation is lucking, you're not going to require the motivation or have to fall back on the motivation to achieve um, whatever this little small step is that's going to bring you closer to the big goal that you've set out to achieve at the start of the year or when you're writing your goals down right now.
1: Yeah, the way I changed um, around thinking about my goals was one percent better e- per day equals like thirty percent better by the end of the year or something along those lines I read one day and I just thought three hundred and seventy five percent better by the end of the year my maths and I just yeah. and I just think if if one percent seems so insignificant on the day, I think about it adding up over a long period of time using the compound effect um, of how important one percent is and I think so often we can think if it's such a small amount that it's not worth it um but if you think that way in so many er areas of your life yeah i'll just have this one food this time or i'll i'll just spend this little bit more this time or i'll just do that this time um before you know it um the one percent is not adding up over a long period of time you're dipping in here and there um and it doesn't make a dramatic difference one percent all the time is what makes a dramatic difference
0: yeah and things that you can do like to make this a bit more practical as well like I said in a few weeks or months time your motivation might not be high and how we can also set um, habits and um, processes into our daily routines it could be something as simple as like scheduling if you grab your diary out or calendar out or whatever it is that you stick up on, on your bedroom wall at home if you actually write down and schedule a few things in, whether that's something you do every day or a few sessions that you want to do throughout the week, if it's cricket related and you're trying to get better at a certain shot, you schedule in that you work on that shot twice a week or during the first half of each session you go to cricket training. If you can schedule that in, it allows you to commit to that over a longer period of time. And like I said, you would just rock up the training or whatever it is that your goal that you've set or scheduled in, sorry. If you can just rock up and do it automatically, then you're not falling back on that motivation as a uh, factor for you to actually achieve this um, routine or habit.
1: Yeah, once you do have your big goals that you're hoping to tick off by December, really great practical way is to drop that into a, what's a checkpoint at you know, six months' time and then what's a checkpoint at one month and then what do I need to see in terms of results every week and then what do I need to see myself doing every day? You know, I I don't know what goals you guys are thinking or writing down at the moment, but checkpoints along the way and then daily habits to get to those checkpoints are a really good way to stay motivated. Um, Because if you're ticking off little things along the way, you can see progression where if you've only got your big goal in place and you're still chasing after that, it can be very easy to become demotivated and almost frustrated when you don't see the results. But if you can write down do 10 sessions of this or um, save X amount of money per this, very quickly you can tick off those results and you go, oh, I'm actually moving forward here. I might not see dramatic change, but I can see small change and you can stay motivated along the way.
0: Awesome. All right, should we move on to our third step? Yeah. Now, third step in this process, and again, this is something we've also spoken about a lot on the MyPeak podcast, is identifying your support network or your high-performance team. So basically what that means is Who are the people, and what roles do those people play in your in your life or in your performance to achieve these goals or to try and establish these habits and routines in your processes?
1: Yeah, I like to think of my support network as resources, and sometimes my support network isn't people, or sometimes it's even people virtually. So, you know, who do you need, or what do you need um, in terms of you know maybe you need a, a certain resource like a like a gym or um, maybe a, a certain podcast you need to listen to or like Cam was saying, you might need yourself a diary or a journal. You might need to be involved in some coaching. Whatever it might be, it's what are your resources and who are the people around you that are going to help you move forward towards those goals. As an athlete, you, know, you might see things like nutritionists or you might see things like personal trainers, coaches. Um, it depends on what field you're chasing your goal in but there's always going to be people around you Um, that are going to help you move forward. When things come up, you might be feeling stuck. You might be feeling like you're going backwards. An injury might come up or maybe you're trying to save a lot of money and then a big expense comes up. You have a car accident or something. There's people around that you can go to so you can get through these kinds of areas. Yeah,
0: I would also say it's important that these people know that they're a part of your support network Mm. too. Mm. So if they do play a role when... Um, things aren't going well like Brandon said or also when things are going Mm. really well Mm. if they know that they're a part of your support network when you go to them it's going to make that um, whether it's a transition or finding an answer or overcoming and providing a solution it's going to make that a lot easier rather than these people having no idea that you're leaning on them for support at critical stages of your Performance or even just life in general as well.
1: Yeah, I'm really glad you touched on when things are going well, Cam, because so often when things are going well is when we're so close to things going bad again because we can lose those really good habits. We can, unfortunately, by human nature, become a little bit too confident, arrogant in a way that takes us away from those things that we did really well consistently to get to where we were. Having someone who can keep you on track when things are going well and keep your head down and your bum up when things are going really well Um, can mean successful periods for a longer time which is uh, obviously what we're all chasing
0: yeah I wouldn't mind a little bit more success for a longer period of time amen at all All alright that takes us on to our fourth step and I think this is a really important one and something that um, gets overlooked or some people get a little bit worried about talking about or even addressing and it's basically off the back of what Brownie said as an example in our support network And that is identifying barriers that you might come up against that might get in the way of you achieving these goals or establishing these habits like we spoke about.
1: Yeah, I have a lot of um, uh, athletic or uh, sporting uh, examples that I can use. But one example that I've really identified lately is uh, so often I'll have like financial plans and I will actually very rarely stick to those because i don't see or foresee big expenses coming up during the year and you think well where's that going or where's this at the moment and if you can uh, if you can actually identify what may come up and have a little bit of foresight and you're not always going to get it perfectly right but a little bit's better than none at all Um, it just means that when or if hopefully they don't but if these things come up what's actually going to happen is um you're not going to have a long effect of these things you can quickly jump the hurdle quickly move on rather than being stuck for a while trying to come up with a plan.
0: Yeah. And <clears throat> something that comes to my mind of Brownie saying that is it's that surprise element mm. It's something because ultimately things are going to go wrong. It's not smooth sailing and achieving everything that you want to achieve. And if it is, then you probably should be trying to achieve more. Mm, definitely. So these things are going to come up and if you can identify barriers that are likely to, get in the way of you achieving these things. When they do happen, you can quickly identify them and go straight to your solution rather than having that surprise element, a shock element. uh, What do I do next? Trying to search for answers. You've identified that these could be things that come up and straight away you know what to do, you know who to go to and you've got your answers straight away.
1: It's definitely a scenario too where you don't want to beat yourself up or lose motivation. Often unforeseen things are unforeseen because they're a little bit out of our control Uh, I think if we fixate on these things that are out of our control too much it can be so detrimental to just our motivation in general I think if we accept that okay I didn't have much control over this um, I did foresee this I've got some plans in place um, you can be much smoother and calmer around coming out the other side and you may not have the same sort of momentum coming out the other side you might have been flying and you might have to pick up at 50% again, but eventually you'll get back up to where you need to be and, and not beating yourself up will help you get back on track nice and quickly.
0: Yeah, and when you're identifying these things, they're not something that you want to um, stress over or harp on too long. Mm. Something that you can write down, give yourself a, a, a direction or an answer if these things do come up. Write it down, stick it away, put it away. And don't have to think about it again until it does happen. It's not something you want to be thinking about all the time because like we speak about on this podcast the more you think about things the more likely that they are to happen. So we we want to identify if something does come up we have an answer and a solution but we don't want to harp on it for too long that we actually manifest it into something that does end up happening.
1: Yeah definitely I think that's a great point that can make. So we can often focus too much on trying to be too organized that we almost bring these things into our life i think it's important to quickly have a plan and and then quickly detach obviously hope for the best but prepare for the worst if we can um i think that's a really good way to think about it don't overthink it um get it down on paper and then only bring it up if if uh if you need to
0: yeah awesome all right the last the fifth and final uh step of this process is once you've done all these things It's to go out there and actually commit and trust the processes that you have set. It's something that, it's a bit of a cliche to trust the process and we've done a really good episode on Trust V Change the Process earlier on the My Peak podcast. But I think it's something that we speak about it all the time but us actually doing it, it's because it's not always something that we can measure. It can be hard for us to actually know if we are committing and trusting to what we set out to commit and trust too.
1: yeah what does trusting the process actually mean to me it means when you can't see the results you continue on the path um and i'm reading a great book now that's all about habits and here it says that habits are the compound interest of self-improvement and i think uh, looking at this graph here it shows that most of our results will happen in the last phase of the year we'll have a really hard slog and see some little bits along the way that are you know hopefully keeping us nice and motivated and can see us reaching our goal but those last three months of the year you'll see this real skyrocket if you've been consistent where all of a sudden you'll have this overflow of results because of this constant grind so often the hardest part uh, takes the longest and then you can get this real influx of success very quickly but you've got to do the hard slog and maintain the consistency while you can't see and that's what trusting the process is all about.
0: Yeah, I remember it makes me think about when I was coming through uni and we we're doing a lot of strength and conditioning uh, lectures. And they would always talk about it takes like six plus weeks to see any sort of physical transformation when you're going to the gym. And mm, that's right. A massive factor when new clients come into the gym is. They lose a lot of people after four or five weeks because they don't see the results themselves. And then little do they know that they're only one or two weeks away actually seeing a lot of transformation because they don't see the results, they mm-hmm. don't believe in it, and they don't commit and trust the processes that they've done. And you do all the hard work and then you give it up and then eventually you'll think, oh, I can do that again and you'll be back trying to get to where you were even though you gave up only a week or two away from seeing those results. So. Committing, trusting, like Brandon said, is just understanding that the improvement's going to come if you do commit and trust keep moving forward rather than waiting to see improvement or see change in order for you to believe what you're doing is working and then doing more of it.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to put a negative spin on it, but you can see so many negative uh, habits taken up at a young age that, you know, probably doesn't look like on the outside making a big difference. You know, I often think, for example... Um, You know, people who smoke often can't see results for years and years down the track but all of a sudden all these negative outcomes happen very quickly vice versa someone who uh, chooses to eat really healthily or uh, do the right thing by their body may not see great results very quickly but down the track um, I'm sure they're seeing and I know they're seeing much better results than maybe their peers left and right because of their decisions they consistently made at a younger age so it's not just the good habits that are going to compound and you're going to see great results. It's, it's unfortunately the negative ones too. If you've got these negative habits uh, in place, uh, try and break them now because they can quickly compound and all of a sudden you'll have this influx of negativity roll through your life if you've got these bad habits. So yeah, it's, it's not just the positive ones, it can be the negative ones too.
0: And if this is something that stands out for you, like we spoke about in the habits and routines, come up with some practical ways that can help encourage you to keep moving forward and keep committing and trusting when you might um see a barrier like Mm. we just spoke Mm. about to you losing motivation and losing trust and commitment to this so whether that's literally writing down in six weeks if it back to the example in six weeks time if you're trying to see some physical change to um going to the gym or losing weight you might in six weeks time write in your journal you know keep moving forward commit and trust Mm. trust the process Or you might do that in four weeks' time when you think you might start to lose that commitment and trust. Or it could be journaling. It could be getting a diary and writing and reflecting each week so you can actually see some improvement. Rather than relying on the physical, you might be seeing improvement in how you feel and the way um, your body's reacting, whether that's within the body or on the outside of the body. So you can help yourself commit and trust to these things moving forward.
1: Good episode, Juggs. I think that's a, a a really practical episode that hopefully you guys are hopefully feeling a little bit motivated and hopefully ready if you haven't written your goals. I'm really hoping you have. If you haven't, you're going to get on that straight away. Quickly get into your process and, and routine. Quickly write down your support network. Try and think of the possible obstacles and then start to really trust and commit because who you are now or where you are now could be totally different in 12 months if you can really commit to this year. And I'd love to see everyone listening to this podcast at the end of the year really go geez i'm really glad i committed because where i am now i'm so glad it, it seemed like a mountain away or a mile away but now that i'm here i'm so glad that i made that change i'm so glad that i committed to that process um so hopefully um this year is going to be absolutely brilliant for you Where uh definitely in your corner if you need to reach out we're here to help uh in any way possible whether that's here at my peak or personally um reach out to cam or i and uh hopefully it's like we said an absolute cracking year for you
0: yeah awesome my peak term one kicks off next week here we've had a slight upgrade to the my peak program over the christmas period brownie and i sat down and come up with some ways to make it better we're now offering full academy style sessions to our my peak athletes along with the summit series continuing continuing to run and our brand new morning sessions are kicking off this term too where we're uh doing holistic strength and conditioning a bit of mental and emotional skills some meditation of the morning to try and get everyone up out of bed uh committing to these things that we've just um, spoken about for mm. half an hour so really excited for our new structure at my
1: peak for term one and moving forward if you want to get him,
0: uh on board with us at my peak reach out we'd love to have you with us this term
1: yeah well thank you so much for tuning in to our first episode of 2023 Uh, We're really excited for this year and really pumped to see where everyone goes. Um, Cam and I are going to be working hard in the background on our goals and we'll keep you posted on those as we run. Stay motivated, guys, and make sure we get our processes in place so when the motivation runs out, we continue.
0: Awesome. We'll catch you next time on the My Peak Podcast.